Welcome to Agent of Wealth Podcast with Mark Boudis from Boudis Financial. In this podcast, Mark helps small business owners and retirees overcome the multiple wealth planning challenges involved in your financial life. We do this by creating comprehensive wealth management plans to guide you towards financial freedom, ensure you never run out of money, and help create a balance in life that prioritizes what is most important to you. Join us for this journey as Mark draws from years of expertise and guest experts to solve the multiple wealth planning issues involved in your financial life. Hello and welcome to the Agent of Wealth with Mark Boutis of Boutis Financial. Today we have a special guest in studio and that is Jason Lavoy. Good morning, gentlemen. How are you? Good morning, Eric. How are you? Good morning. Doing fantastic. Jason, thanks so much for being here. Mark, can you introduce the guest for us? I can. So yeah, we brought Jason Lavoy on today's show and Jason is a divorce expert and going through a divorce can be extremely stressful. It can be overwhelming. Uh, so Jason's actually a former divorce attorney turned divorce coach who helps people na- navigate the divorce process. He's also the host of the popular podcast, The Divorce Resource Guy, where he talks about all things divorce related. So Jason, welcome to the show. Great, Mark. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited. So how did you you go from or get into actually the divorce space? Well, I'm actually one of the, uh, you could maybe call it sick people who... <laughs> I actually wanted to be uh, in the divorce space. When I went to law school, which was not right away, I went to college, I worked for a a few years. I was actually in the pharma industry for a couple of years. I went to graduate school in California. I was going to be a writer for TV film, believe it or not. And so I went to law school a little bit later. But when I went, it was for the actual purpose of becoming a divorce attorney. Mm -hmm. And I remember, like yesterday, people said, why would you want to do that? Like, think think again. Yeah. And I said, what are you talking about? <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a great area. <laughs> and um, now I know what they were talking about. <laughs> but I was I, that was my intent, to become a divorce attorney. Okay. And so how, how long were you a divorce attorney for? I was a divorce attorney for, I think, between five and six years. Uh, and that's all I did. And um, again, that's what I wanted to specialize in. Uh, and so some people practice, you know, they're called generalists, and so they practice all different areas of divorce law. I mean, of law. And divorce law is part of that practice. And other people specialize in it. And so I specialized in it. And that's all That's all we did. And so uh, it was a complicated enough area that a lot of people, that's what they do. They just specialize in it. So at some point, did you say, all right, this is not what I want to do anymore? There was a moment. <laughs> and there was a very clear moment. And uh, if we have time, I'll share the story with you real yeah, quick. Yeah, of course. So I remember it. I was sitting in my office. And I was working with another attorney. I represented, uh, to be honest with you, I don't remember if it was the wife or the husband. It doesn't matter. Uh, but I was on the phone with the other attorney for the other spouse, and we were talking about a custody issue. Uh, and it was a really small uh, issue in the big scope of whatever else was going on. Uh, and it really had to do with, on Saturday morning, who was going to pick up the child at 11 o'clock or 12 o'clock. That's what we were mm-hmm. talking about, one hour time. and we were spending a lot more than one hour trying to figure this out. And between our clients, our respective clients not agreeing and having uh, their own motivations for wanting certain things there, both attorneys became frustrated and I became super frustrated. And I remember uh, like it was yesterday, I hung up the phone and I put my arms up in the air and I said, that's it. I said, I am not gonna do this this way for you know the rest of my career. and there has to be something better out there, a better way to help people, which was, again, the whole intent of why I became a divorce attorney was to help people. Right. So that's where the uh, coaching became a, a bud and 
turned into a flower, uh, so to speak. So that's when the, the, the idea to coach instead of actually represent people in their divorces was born. Okay. And so you went kind of straight from that attorney pivoted to, to being a divorce coach? Yeah, after that I quit. Okay. I, literally, I quit being a divorce attorney yeah. and I haven't done it since um, in a formal capacity. You know, I, I don't represent anybody now in their divorces. I strictly coach. Uh, and what I find is I could help so many more people that way. Uh, I work with people nationally um, and people from other countries even come to me in that, but that's a little bit harder. But basically, so my reach is so much more than what I was doing as a divorce attorney. Uh, where I was working with only people locally, mm-hmm. um, so to speak, in New Jersey, and in the area of where we where I lived here. Mm-hmm. So, you know, everybody goes through, everybody going through a divorce goes through the same general principles and the, the phases of the divorce. You know, it's it's the breakup, it's the breakup, the downfall of the marriage, the filing a complaint in, in court, dealing with the exchange of information uh, during the process, negotiating custody, parenting time, like those are universal issues, no matter what state you're getting right. divorced in. So that's what I focus on, the more the generalities and helping people and guiding them through that process. So where do you come in right from that first phase that you were talking about, the breakup, or when when usually does someone engage with, with you? They engage me at all different phases. Right. Um, I can't tell you how often people tell me, I wish I found you, you know, last year or yeah. after the divorce was over, but they're still dealing with post-divorce issues. I, I wish I found you, you know, three years ago. I hear that all the time. Um, but my ideal client, I tell people, is finding me and engaging me before anything is filed with the courts, before the courts even know who you are um, and why you're preparing for your divorce or even they're thinking about it. Before you have an attorney, I help people choose the right attorney for them mm-hmm. because that's crucial. Choosing the wrong attorney can cost you tens of thousands of dollars. Does every divorce need an attorney? That's a great question. The answer is maybe. <laughs> you know, it, you would think as an attorney, I'd be like, yes, definitely, you need an attorney. But there are certain situations where no. You know, I'll be honest, you probably don't need an attorney. For example, if both sides are really amicable, uh, they can communicate well with each other, and the issues to be resolved in the divorce are rather simplistic. You know, there's no really complicated things going on. But even if there were a whole host of issues that needed to be dealt with, if both parties can work together amicably and agree, then no, I would say you don't need an attorney. The whole point of an attorney is to do things that you can't and and to guide you in the space that you don't have a lot of experience in. So, uh, for example, if I've represented people where I, re- I would represent, let's say, the spouse that was receiving alimony or entitled to alimony. Okay. And we would get to the phase in the process where we're negotiating the alimony amount right, and the duration. So even though my advice might have been to this person, well, from my experience and pursuant to the law, you are most likely entitled to, let's say, 20 years of alimony uh, and give a ballpark number of whatever I think that range would be. If my client came to me and said, I've talked to my spouse, I'm going to accept 12 years of alimony and gives me a reason that it's good for them and I'm okay with and there's nothing like fugazi going on, then that's fine. I mean, that's her choice. you know. And so my role, I see it as my role as the attorney in that situation, not to blow that up and say, 
no, don't do that because you're entitled to, or I think you can get more. Like as long as she understands what I'm saying, she, it's her life, right? Right. And she makes the decision on her life. So I'm just her advisor. And so at the end of the day, did she need me? Probably not. But even people who represent themselves, at the end, if they agree uh, and resolving things with their spouse, it would get written up into a marital settlement agreement. And then that should be reviewed by an attorney at the very least, okay. just so they understand exactly what they're agreeing to and the legal effects of that. Do you also get involved post-divorce in, in some cases? As a coach? Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, you know, unfortunately, just when you think the divorce is over, it's not. Uh, and that's usually when you got children involved, minor children. Mm-hmm. Uh, so people come to me with parenting issues all the time where they have to file post-divorce applications for relief. Um, you know, somebody's not living up to their, their end of the settlement agreement. I will help them, coach them through that. I will help them if they have to file a motion and they're representing themselves. I will help them write the motion. I won't write it for them, not at all, but I will kind of guide them and and explain to them what they should be including in the motion, um, what points to hit, you know, what the court's looking for, that type of thing. And so I do a lot of that work. Okay. And do do you see, I guess, any stage of the divorce you're getting involved more frequently or more often than other, other stages? That's a good question too. I, it really varies, to be honest with you. Uh, like I said, ideally, I get somebody before the divorce actually starts and they're thinking about it, but they're not sure you know, even what to do, or they ask me, do I need an attorney? Mm-hmm. That's the ideal situation, working from somebody in the beginning. But a lot of times, unfortunately, I get people who are in the middle of it or who had an attorney, but you know, they're not happy with their attorney for whatever reason, or their attorney dumped them because the money ran out. Um, and they're embroiled in a contested divorce situation. I work with people a lot in that situation where they're somewhere along the process. Okay. And going back to that post-divorce, do you ever get involved helping someone, maybe not necessarily have to file a a motion or or something, but really helping them kind of, you know, it's a big life-changing event. So helping them kind of get back on their feet or going through all those life changes that that go on with the divorce? Do you help with coach through that as well? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the post, your post-divorce life is, is intertwined with everything that happens in the divorce. So I'm constantly working with people and kind of, you know, maintaining their focus on no matter how bad it is right now. And it can seem really bad if you're in a, in a difficult divorce at some time, at some point it's going to end. Right. right. Uh, and at some point it will be over and you will have your post-divorce life to think about. But you should start thinking about that now. What do you want for your post-divorce life? What do you want to do? Ideally, what does that look like? You know, if you could paint it on a painting, what would it be? And start every decision that you make in the divorce should be guided towards reaching that post-divorce goal for yourself. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that I, I see the the coaching part definitely intertwined with it. Could you, you know, through the divorce? Through the as the on, divorce is ongoing, could you uh, still be a coach without having your background as an attorney? It seems like that's critical to to being uh, you know as successful as as you are with it. Well, I'll tell you this: 
there are a lot of people out there who label themselves divorce coaches, um, but they're not attorneys. And that's okay, but they do different things. Um, they focus on a lot of the emotional aspects of what's going on in the divorce. And I do that too, because it's all intertwined. But what makes me a little bit different is as an attorney, I am coaching people from an attorney's point of view. And as an attorney who's done divorce law before and understands the dynamics at play and what the court is looking for and what you need to prove in certain situations and evidence and you know everything involved with divorce, I coach from that point of view. So I'm not giving uh, legal advice per se uh, to people, but I am giving an attorney's perspective on what I think you should be doing, what you should be thinking about. Um, I can coach people on, you know, everything from how to dress to court, you know, and, and how to talk to a, ju a judge, which you would think is really simplistic stuff, but it's very important stuff. Sure. And I could tell you stories about times that I've seen where people didn't know how to do that, <laughs> and it would just blow your mind. Yeah. But you know, it's 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 little things that are critical, and when you add them all up, you know, that's what creates your divorce process for yourself. How does someone decide? that divorce is the right path to take? Well, that doesn't happen overnight. Right. Or at least it shouldn't happen <laughs> overnight. <laughs> um, I always tell people, I just talked to somebody yesterday, um, and they wanted to hire me to do some coaching, and you know something happened, they had it, and they were, you could tell they were still emotionally charged from that experience. And so I said, listen, what happened to you, I agree, is not good. Um, and maybe this is the road that you will end up you know, going down, but sit with it for a few days, you know, talk to me on Monday, let it marinate and, and just settle down for a day or two, right? You never want to make any decision in life when you're emotionally charged. Sure. And so I always caution people. And it's funny, even as a divorce attorney, when I was representing people in, in their divorces and they would come to me and say, all right, we're done. Let's file the complaint right now. I don't even have to think about it. I would say, okay, but you're going to think about it. You know, I said, because you would think divorce attorneys, you know, they would jump up for another client, right? Right. I would actually coach people to, to see if there's any opportunity to reconcile. As an attorney, this is what I did, you know, because I, I hated seeing marriages really break down. And if there was any chance of reconciliation or working it out, going to therapy, you know, if a couple came to me or one party said, and we've never been to marriage counseling before, then I would say, Maybe we should pump the brakes here and give it a shot, you know, just to treat, just to try it out. You never know what can happen. Um, I've seen a lot of relationships, marriages come back from where you would think they, the point of no return. Mm -hmm. um, if both people, you know, went and found a good counselor or therapist and really wanted to try to make it work, that, that has happened multiple, multiple times. Um, and then there's times it hasn't. But at least you want to try everything before you decide to end the marriage. Are you do you see getting engaged more with the husband or wife or both or equal? How your engagement's been in terms of who, who as a coach? Yeah, as a coach, uh, definitely more women. Okay, um, but I got my fair share of men too. Um, it's just different. I think it's interesting. I think from a male perspective, they're more reluctant to kind of come out and approach me. Uh, or approach anybody with the fact that, yeah, I'm having a problem, you know, and I don't know if it's like a masculinity thing or, 
but it's easier, I, I find, especially online, uh, for women to, to come out and say, you know, I'm dealing with this, I need help, or, you know, who else is having these problems? Is it me? Am I crazy? Um, men do do it, but I just find it, it takes more for them to get to that point. Right. Yeah, it make, makes sense. And on the, um, what, I guess, what trends are you seeing in divorce? One one thing that's come across me as a as an advisor, uh, I'm seeing more and more articles about divorces happening later in, in life. Are you seeing that on your side or kind of, no, you're seeing still early, early divorces? It's a range. Yeah. It's a range. But there's definitely an uptick in people getting divorced later. I would definitely say that. And it's interesting. I think a lot of that is financially driven. Um, and I mean, how often nowadays do couples where you have both parents working, right? Right. Just to make ends meet. Um, so when you get divorced, remember what happens. You're going from one combined income, one household, and you're splitting that in two now. So now you need two houses. You need to support two homes right. or, or residences. And uh, so that's two mortgages or a mortgage and a rent and then furnishings and electricity and two of everything. And it's just harder. Uh, especially on one income. So I think a lot of people stay together because they feel like they, they can't survive just on their income, even if they were going to get some level of support. Um, and they're just, you know, they don't like what that looks like. And I don't blame them. Um, you know, it's hard to downsize like that. Yeah. Um, but then on the other side of that, do you stay in a toxic marriage, right? I know a lot of people who still think it's beneficial to stay in a, a bad marriage uh, when you have young children. You know, we're staying together for the children. I'm not sure I agree with that, um, although I totally understand it. I think children are, re- are resilient now. Um, not that they weren't before, but the children are resilient. And if you have two parents who agree, okay, let's say the marriage failed, that doesn't mean you're going to be bad parents. You can still be great parents, and you can still co-parent together you know, solidly, uh, even after a divorce, and the children will still flourish. Um, but I mean, you need those agreements, and you need to both parents have to be on the same page, uh, so to speak. Um, and but it can work. I've seen it so many times where the marriage fails, but they get amicably divorced, and they are great parents, and and they're both they can talk to each other. They're actually probably their relationship, the parents their relationship with each other is stronger after the divorce <laughs> than during the marriage, which is fine. But again, sometimes it doesn't work out, but that doesn't mean you can't co-parent together. Yeah. And what, I guess, tips would you have some to, for someone who's at each of these different stages of, of divorce on how to make the best, the best of it? Do they have children? <laughs> if they have children, you know, especially in New Jersey, the, the focus is out. The law is the, best interest of the child. But that should be really the, I think the, the thought everywhere and anywhere is, you know, do what's in the best interest for your children, right? It's not about you anymore. Um, and, and that became true when you had children, whether you were married or not, you know, the focus should be on providing for your children and, and doing what's in their best interest and not getting along with your ex uh, or, disparaging your ex in front of the kids and talking about bad about them and or trying to alienate them from their mother or father like that's not what you should be doing and so stop doing that and focus your efforts elsewhere 
Um, and so that's why it kills me when I, when I see that stuff going on. Uh, and that's one of the reasons I actually stopped being a divorce attorney was because I didn't want to be part of that dynamic anymore. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel like I was helping. Right. Uh, and I didn't want to be part of the problem. So uh, like that pains me when I see you know, alienation going on and, and parents continuing to fight each other after the divorce because they can't get over themselves and whatever happened during the marriage. Mm-hmm. And how did so? I saw on your website you you have divorce you or divorce university. Is that how you structure your engagement with someone through through that? Yeah, I offer a variety of coaching packages under the divorce you umbrella, if you want to call it that. Mm-hmm. So I have three core packages: the bachelor's, master's, and PhD programs. Uh, and I do that to kind of everybody's situation is different. So I figure the majority of people's situations would fit into one of those packages. Um, for example, the bachelor's, if you have one issue that you just need help with and to work through, but other than that, you're pretty good, then the bachelor's program is probably for you. But And if you have a situation where you're just totally overwhelmed and you need all the information you can get about divorce, uh, I developed and created a video divorce okay. course, uh, How to Get Divorced A to Z, and that's the master's program. And that's a course that you purchase and you can watch it anywhere online. As long as you have internet access, you have uh, password and, and registra- registration uh, safeguards. So it's only you can access that. Uh, and I literally walk you through every phase of the divorce process uh, step by step uh, through narrated presentations. And it's like I'm talking to you right now except on the computer mm-hmm. uh, and, and pretty much telling you everything you need to, need to know what documents you need to be getting and thinking about uh, through each stage, all the way from preparing for divorce through a divorce trial, if unfortunately you ever get there, and hopefully you don't. Um, and then, so that's more of a do-it-yourself option uh, for people who are comfortable with that. And then the PhD program is is more both. It's both personal divorce coaching with me and access to the video course, How to Get Divorced A to Z, so you get the best of both worlds. Okay. And I know you mentioned the, the trial. Do you ever, I know you're not practicing attorney, but do you ever get involved in, in trials when there is a divorce? Yeah. I mean, especially with people representing themselves, mm-hmm. um, if they find themselves facing a divorce trial, um, they, they need a lot of help because um, the trial is not easy. For attorneys, they're not easy. Right. Um, so I do, I do help them kind of organize themselves and get them prepared as best I can. Uh, to get through that experience. But I really, if you're finding yourself faced with a divorce trial, a lot of things went wrong right. in a lot of places. Right. Um, the majority of cases settle and should settle, um, and some, but it takes two, right? It always takes two. So uh, if you find yourself in somebody, for whatever reason, is just hell-bent on having a trial uh, to settle the divorce, you know, you might be faced with that experience. And I know you're a fellow podcaster, so what, um, what, what do you talk about on your, your podcast? So my podcast, the Divorce Resource Guy podcast, um, it's divorce coaching. Uh, it's, it's what I write about, um, except the difference is uh, I have guest experts on. Um, so like I'm your guest today. Hopefully you'll be my guest in the future. And I have guests all different aspects um, of the divorce uh, arena, if you will, from you know therapists, uh, other coaches, attorneys, and we just jam on everything divorce. And so I really enjoy doing it, and I hope it's uh, informative for everybody and a little bit entertaining at the same time. Great. Well, I think we're just out about out of time. Uh, thank you for joining us, Jason. How best can people connect or reach out to you? 
You can find everything about me through my website, jasonlavoy.com. Uh, you can access, I have a free uh, private Facebook group people can join. You can access my podcast through there, learn about my Divorce You programs. Uh, and if anybody ever has any questions uh, about me or what I'm doing, you just email me, jason at jasonlavoy.com. Great. Thanks for be- being on the show. That was great. Thanks for having me. Fantastic, guys. Hey, uh, Jason, would you mind spelling your last name for the website? L-E-V-O-Y. Perfect, perfect. All right. Thank you guys so much. This is a great podcast. Mark, thank you so much for bringing Jason in. Thanks, Ark. You All right, bet. thanks for having us. You bet. And thank you for listening to the Agent of Wealth podcast with Mark Bowdus. If you have not subscribed to the podcast yet, please click the subscribe now button below. This way, when Mark comes out with a new podcast, it'll show up directly on your listening device. This makes it much easier to share these podcasts with your friends and family. Thanks again for listening today. For everyone at Bowdus Financial, this is Eric Johnson reminding you to live your best day every day. And we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Agent of Wealth podcast. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Boutis Financial. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your investment and financial planning.